0: Hey guys, welcome to our bonus segment, Safe Space with Kim and Croy. Hoo hoo. Okay, Croy, what's you want to read the first one because? Yeah. All right, jump into it.
1: We have uh, a letter from Cassidy. When you're in a serious relationship, should you just? I love that name,
0: by the way, and that was one of the names when I was like little oh, Chelsea and Cassidy. That's what I wanted to name my kids mm-hmm. when I was like nine. Wow. All my dolls were Cassidy.
1: Amazing information, and we don't have
0: a Cassidy, so yeah. maybe we should get one.
1: Should you just suck it up and deal with some of your partner's friends, even though your intuition tells you differently? And also, another letter: tough love and raising little men. Can you ever be on the same page parenting if you're more of a rescuer?
0: I'm definitely like my boys melt me. I'm a rescuer. I'm a. I cannot deal. I know I need to take a step back with the boys because I want them to be men. So it's every day, though, that I have to say, okay. Like just now, I said, okay, uh, Cash, you need to get off Fortnite." I want them in bed early. We didn't really sleep good last night, none of us. So we need to go to bed early. And Cash is like, oh, okay, mom. I said, five more minutes. Chris said, get off now. And I'm like, oh, my God, my poor little heart. And he walked downstairs so sad and went to go brush his teeth. And it was just like, oh. But, I mean, I know I have to take a step back there. okay Cassidy oh I'm gonna read it I'm gonna read it Cassidy is living kind of a real life plot from the classic Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz movie my best friend's wedding but we all know life doesn't always deliver us a fairy tale ending where everything works out just perfectly should she cave or should she stand her ground hi Kim and Croy I just want to say I love don't be tardy thank you so much and I appreciate you listening to our podcast we're very thankful for that Here's the problem. My fiance has a best friend that he wants to be at our wedding, but I'm not 100% comfortable with her. Oh. Girl best friend. Oh, Croy, you kind of had this getting, situation. It's already getting Croy, spicy. Croy, there was, there was like. It's
1: already getting spicy. Something
0: was a little off as well. What? Yeah. Hold with, on. I can't who? say. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I'll mouth it to you in one second. Let me finish what I'm doing. I don't, I've never had a girl best friend. I can't think of her fucking name fuck it's driving me nuts do you know what i'm talking Um, about no i've never had a girl best friend no it wasn't like your best friend i think maybe she was even related by blood but she was a fucking weirdo okay let's okay think about it i just told you anyways she became friends with this person after the wedding she was really weird uh yeah you just mouthed it in the mic so rude to me so mean to me so disrespectful to me i was like damn so I asked you about it. You're like, I think maybe she has a host for me. No. Yes, I mean, yes.
1: I mean, I'm pretty good looking, but I mean, you I, are. What can I say? But no, no, I don't. I almost don't think-
0: punched that bitch at the wedding. But anyway, okay. <laughs> um. No, we need to make sure that name was not on there. But anyway, a little backstory as short as I can put it. She used to be one of my close friends in high school. This is I'm already fucking done with this bitch. She's not going to the wedding. Um, Friends in high school 2012. She actually introduced me to my now fiance. After my fiance and I broke up, they almost. (laughs) Okay, I can just tell you right now, forget it. She's not going to the wedding. They almost immediately started dating. Never told me we grew apart because she just stopped talking to me completely. Fast forward. I got back together with him. We've been together ever since and now engaged. I love that. You know what? Wherever you're supposed to be, you're going to end okay, up, Okay, was it like
1: to the movies and dinner dating? But did they have sex? Or was it, did they have sex, was it Netflix and chill dating?
0: Oh, you're 35. Don't say that. It doesn't sound right. They well, also remain good friends. but throughout, I,
1: can't, I can't Netflix and chill because I'm 35 with you?
0: I'm. Yeah, you've never texted me Netflix and chill.
1: <laughs> Mine are a little bit more R-rated because oh, okay. we're married. Okay. I
0: don't have to text because we're married, we can have sex out by our pool. We can we have can. sex in our backyard. We, we can have can. sex in our driveway. Why not? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, we're married this guy i just can't
1: anyway my property i'm married i can do whatever your I property
0: want. oh the house that yeah oh i thought you meant me i was about to just jump oh, over the table oh, just kidding. okay got back together with him we've been together ever since and now engaged. they've also remained good friends but throughout our relationship she's been nothing but trouble i bet constantly trying to get between us and starting rumors i've never felt comfortable with her in the picture but i've always let him keep in contact with her because i didn't want to be one of those girlfriends who's too controlling i'm controlling you're not talking to the bitch Once we got engaged, I put my foot down. Good for you. And I told my fiancé she's not allowed at our wedding because I would feel uncomfortable and I just don't want her there. He sort of understands, but also thinks I should not be so fixated on the past. Oh, I think that's an excuse. Tell him to shut up. It's your day. It's your day. She has since reached out to me through text. No, she will ruin your fucking day like my mother tried to do to me. She's uh, explained that she's sorry if anything she's ever done has made me feel personally attacked or uncomfortable. She explained that she would like to reconcile and try to be friends, even though she understands. Your friends, obviously, for my fiancé, I would like to keep things... Um, that happened in the past in the past. I would like to be able to trust her and form an acquaintance for his sake, but there's a small part of me that's telling me to just keep her uninvited from the wedding. I am torn. Do I send her an invite or I just get over it and stand my ground? Let me tell you something, right? It says a small part of me is telling me to just keep her uninvited. Listen to your intuition. Bye bitch. Yeah. Whether they fucked or not is not the deal, but I'm sure they probably did. He's has you in his life. He he can have a buddy. I thought this was going to be like a guy friend who took him to strip clubs all the time or something. This was not what I was expecting. I don't know Just if you guys know this, but husband. we read, wait, we read all of these live on air so that you can get an honest, authentic yeah. answer. And I was really expecting this to be like a douche buddy of his. And now I'm like flabbergasted in the fact that you guys were friends, broke up and she started dating him. And the fact that he thinks it's okay that she should come to the wedding, like, no, no. no absolutely yeah. not no you,
1: you need to set some boundaries right now 100 right percent. she's it's out not, of your life it's not about being controlling Shh. it has nothing to do with about being controlling it's it has everything the to success do about of setting your boundaries yep. yep and establishing uh where you stand with the type of relationships that you think your husband uh can acceptably have get on and verizon
0: he, and block the bitch's number no to no his no, phone. no
1: we're not doing none of that that's that's like psycho behavior
0: <laughs> but
1: We are going to. We've been married too long for that, but trust me. We're going to explain to your fiance that uh, this is what I'm comfortable with. If you respect me as your future wife, this is what I would like you to do. You put the ball in his court and he needs to make the decision. Like, what what is he getting
0: from her that he's like, that just doesn't even make sense? What, what,
1: there is, I don't see any reason to have a relationship here with her. Zero. There's none. What is she providing to you and your your future husband? What, what is she providing? Why does she even need to be in your guys' lives?
0: She needs to be. She doesn't. Promise you. I, I don't think. You.
1: And 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 tell your husband. Okay, I'm gonna invite uh, who, whoever, whoever when you who broke did you, up. Who'd you yeah, have sex when with when you guys before, broke yeah. up? I'm gonna and, invite and he, Steve. He went to her. Whoever you went, went to. I went to
0: Steve, and Steve's gonna come to yeah, the wedding because he's. You know what? He's a dear friend mm-hmm, of mine.
1: Yep. Yep, with him you're skinny jeans on. You're a shitster. With those skinny jeans on. You like skinny jeans? No, so we can. He can show everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> you know.
1: Make sure, make sure oh, it's so all you're visible. Assuming,
0: you're assuming he has a much bigger. Uh, who package. knows?
1: I don't know. But oh my god, we're just gonna. If he's insistent upon this female showing up to the wedding, then you need to have the previous boyfriend with some skinny jeans. So my show
0: assistant, up. I'm fucking crying, laughing. My assistant does read these before she hands them to us, right? And so these are some talking points that she writes but I have to read the very last one because it's fucking as should she cave and invite the hussy friend of her future husband (laughs) 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 that's why she's my assistant (laughs) um a couple of talking points that she has that, that i do like is how much does a partner have to put up with um, to seem like they aren't trying to control their partner yeah, so no, baloney, i so here's the thing one, one of my very my friend right that's been in my life i don't want to say who she is because i'm pretty sure all her staff and and her wife and everybody listens to my podcast but she's been with me for i don't know 12 or 13 years when she was giving me me oh god i almost said she was basically giving me a massage. Fuck it. And anyway, she was telling me how she doesn't want to be controlling that one of her exes called her controlling. So ever since then, any time that like there could be a scenario where she, with her new wife, it would come off as controlling. She just backs down and lets it go. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. Like I'm not into this whole like martyr, like controlling thing It may come like, so her, her wife goes to the dog park while she's at work and does all these things and meets all, everybody in the community. And, her, her wife's working, my massage therapist. And so when she gets home, she's like, oh, my God, I met Susie today. Her dog is amazing. And my massage therapist is like, why the fuck are you going to the dog park all day? And why the fuck is the right. same person you met at the dog park delivering your groceries by Instacart? Something's, but she's like, I don't want to come off as controlling. Same scenario as this. I don't think it's controlling. You have to have a no. voice. You feel what you feel for a reason. Right. Here's the thing. I will tell you this on my kids. We have a woman's intuition. You have to listen to it. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it, period.
1: Look, look boundaries exist for the exact reason we We're not to good at not, that.
0: Men are better. You're, you're to, great no, at that. No, 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 no,
1: to not be crossed. You have to understand that you are, are amazing, that there are thousands of fish in the ocean, okay? This guy, if he can't respect your boundaries, then you have to stand your ground and say, hey, look— this is what I'm comfortable with. Some people may be comfortable with, with somebody drinking a six-pack at night. Some people may be, they're not comfortable drinking at all. And one of their boundaries is, look... I want to know drinking policy in my marriage. I, I think alcohol is bad or whatever. And I'm out. They either have to respect it or you or you have to leave. If
0: you're with somebody you're and you're control. about to get married, Look, you've you b- been drinking. You can't control
1: anyone. You right. cannot control anyone. Right. you got to get that in your head right now. Yep. You can't control anyone. What you have to control is what you're willing to accept and put up with. And So here's what, here's what I'm saying to you. Here's
0: what I'm going to say, and this is something I've recently learned at 42 years old, that if somebody has robbed you of your peace, they're not worth it period. And what I mean by that is like, can you sleep good at night? Are you concerned about things? Do you still feel the same, you know, joy? Like this person, this girlfriend of yours, his ex-girlfriend, I guess, and current friend, like takes your peace from you, your joy, your peace from you. Nobody is worth your peace, right? When you lay your head down on your pillow at night, you must feel peaceful and you're about to get married which should be the most incredible day of your entire life I will give you advice that my party planner gave me this is a day about you and your husband you'll see your family again in the future make sure you eat the food that you paid for drink the drinks that you paid for and really focus on your husband Corey and I did that and it was amazing and I have zero regrets so definitely ask that him this advice. question but, too
1: say hey fiance what can she give you that I can't and if he can say one thing you should say bye because he shouldn't be marrying you because if she can give something that you can't then you don't fulfill him enough he shouldn't yeah, need that friend there's no reason he should need that friend not one well, she's a girl doesn't matter I think people should he's friends. got a girl wife the wife yeah. his wife should be able to do everything and and a hundred times
0: if she was his like friend from no like no i don't give a years shit. Well, yeah it
1: doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore you have you have made a different step in your life. You've gone a farther. In, I in guess totally all my male direction. friends are, most
0: of them are gay. I, I, I'm,
1: yeah, all of them. I don't know. But yeah, e- I'm saying way, like. I, I don't have an issue with that. Like whatever. If Again, you're not going to be able to control him, but you need to put in front of him, say, Here, here's who I am, right? I, I know what I can provide to you as, as, a, as a wife and, and what you're going to get uh, as my husband. And there's nothing that she can't do that I can't. And if there is, then we got a problem.
0: Yeah, you better figure he, that out right he quick. You should say bye. You should figure that There's so many to men her. in this world, trust me when I tell you that, you know, trust me. I think you should definitely look at and answer this one question for you. Like, does this bitch rob me of my peace? Is my husband in the relationship that he has with her rob me of my peace? It's not worth it. Like, the feeling of complete um, peace and trust, you can't put a price on. And you get to the point, and you will. If it's not today, you get married and it's two years from now or whatever, where you are like, Oh my God, I'm too stressed out. This isn't working. Like you have to set boundaries today. And if he's really in love with you and willing to like, I mean, th- this is going to be one of many battles, maybe throughout your life that you guys are going to, you know, going to fight together. If he's not really willing to listen to you or make the adjustment, email me back girl. Yeah, again, that's just
1: There's no reason for her to be around. Tell me if there is email. If there is a reason that I'm, I'm not understanding, please let us know. But, uh,
0: I think Corey's just thinking about sex. But anyways, letter two. Here we go. Tough love and raising little men. Can you ever be on the same page parenting if you are more of a rescuer type parent? Kim and Corey, I need your help and I would love your opinion. My husband and I struggle with our son and how we raise him. I listened to the last safe space where Kim spoke about taking a step back and allowing Corey to take the lead on something with your sons in order to raise little men. It's probably one of the hardest things I have to do. Shit you not. My son just turned five. My husband and I fight a lot when it comes to how my husband deals with my son in certain situations. I too, like Kim, would do anything for my kids to not feel any kind of sadness. So I'm aware that I'm overprotective. I don't know what the fine line is of raising a man. My husband is harder on my son. He wants to toughen him up. He especially wants him to work hard at sports that he's already playing. My husband was definitely raised in the old school way where boys don't cry. They're tough and they're raised with tough love. I'm going to get into that. This, this, I'm going to highlight this paragraph right here. I'm dying to know how Kroy's take on how he raises his son how he pushes them in sports also how kim has learned to let go and how she handles things of this kind basically i've spoken with counselors surrounding the issue i feel like i need a counselor but as soon as this sounds i trust you guys and your insight would mean everything especially because i want our son to have a good work ethic here's the thing that i'm talking about as well and always try his best But i'm also also so scared to push too much that it will damage him in some way okay Britt, i have there's a lot to in say. here
1: yeah there's a lot in here i
0: don't even know where to start with this because I'll, i will just start with I grew up in a fam, a military, my dad was in the military, very, very strict, very structured life. He ran our household the same way. I don't ever, he was much harder on me. I got my ass whooped with a belt every day. My brother, never. So I don't really understand that. I probably never will. I do remember my brother having to take the garbage out. I remember my brother having to open the door for my mom or myself. I remember like, you know, these gentleman like things to do. My brother was a dick, but I didn't really know what I was missing until I had a son. My obviously, and I'm sure you're with me. My connection to my sons is totally different. I feel like than with my daughters. And it's a very, very, very big struggle to not, I don't, I don't want to see my boys cry. Like I'm very big and we'll use this as an example. Cause this happens not often, but enough to stress me out. But like, the kids get their report or not the reports, but like their weekly review on Fridays and their work, you have to sign it and go through it and do all these things. So on Monday mornings, we got in the habit, Croy got in the habit of going through their work. They definitely don't listen to me like they do Croy. I'm totally fine with that. I feel like that's great. I feel like I would be concerned if it was the other way around, but on Monday morning, Croy would go through their work and cash would get, maybe cash got a a 78 or something. And Croy's like cash. And I would just sit there like, it makes my stomach hurt. But I, I grew up in a very strict household where I was physically abused every day, emotionally abused, just you know, screaming, yelling at me. Not between my parents or with my brother, just me. So any kind of like raising of the voice, I'm automatically like on edge, number one. Number two, I there's no physical violence here. There's no like spanking cash at eight years old. Um, He got a little spanking when he was two or three. But when I start to see these things, I automatically go into this like flight or fight syndrome. And I have to like tell myself, okay, you're feeling this way because of kind of how you grew up. But it is important that cash I'm just using his, him as an example, but that Cash focuses on school. He understands the importance of school. I am I am who I am today because of how my parents raised me, even though they whooped my ass and were emotionally abusive. I definitely have a very strong work ethic. I definitely have built a pretty incredible life. And so I also try to take that into consideration. I don't think beating a child is the answer. I think there's a lot of scars from that. But I think like as far as the um, having expectations for your children, I think it's super, super important. And I think that the only way to really hit a child is through their dad. I don't know what I don't. I think a mother's love is something that nobody will understand unless you're a mother. So, Croy, as a man who's been also very successful, and we'll talk about his upbringing here in a second. I was raised Italian Catholic, by the way. I know I'm going to get that question. So very strict upbringing. There's pros and cons to all of that, but I think when you're raising a son, I think dads are a little bit more detached than we are because they're looking at the bigger picture or in the moment. So I think we need to take a step back a little bit. Or I say to Corey like, that's enough. Or like sometimes I get pissed. I'm like, Corey, that's enough. Or I'll say, babe, that was like a little bit like harsh or whatever. Like I I feel like you could have worded that different. And Corey listens. Like, what do you think or why? But sometimes I do it in the moment and it doesn't go over too well.
1: First and foremost, Mm -hmm you're going to make a lot of mistakes. We we've made a lot of mistakes as parents. I'm still going to make mistakes as, as a father. Uh, Kim's going to make mistakes as a mother. Uh, one of the most important Speak things, for yourself, I'm just kidding. <laughs> one of the most important things you can do for your child though, is, is show them affection. Uh, give them the attention that they need. Lead by example, be supportive and listen to them and communicate with them, not at them. And when I say communicate at them, you have to understand that a child a child is still developing at, at a very young age. Um, five years old, I mean, his his capacity, mental capacity is, is so limited as far as is just the ability it's all to age cope relative. And, yeah, 100%. And, and, and understand and, and all these things. So I raise my sons in, in a way that they know that I'm a role model to them. They know that they can model my behavior and be successful. They know that they can come to me with anything. There are. I times- definitely
0: think they come to mom for everything. They, they yeah, definitely come to me. So well, this is what I do like though. And this is kind of how my household was growing when up. When I
1: say like, if they want an ice cream sandwich, I'm probably going to say no. Right. If, if they want an ice oh. cream sandwich, they're going to go to mom. Or if they want, they, if they want like to go play Fortnite for 30 minutes, I might say, should we read a book? Did you do all your homework? And Kim's going to be like, yeah, just go ahead. It's okay. Cause she's got so many things on her plate. So, that's that's a little bit of a different dynamic
0: no it's not that I have so much on my plate it's that I know my son, cash in particular I'm just referring to cash here for whatever reason because KJ is like a grown-ass man in a small child's body but cash loves Fortnite. like tonight's a perfect example we had a bunch of crystals that we had put out for the full moon and there's a lot of them